Welcome to what is now going to be called the Micron Project. And the reason for that is that it allows me to do a whole bunch of different things. The idea, I don't know. I come up with weird things all the time because I spend a lot of time in the car. It's just a fact about my life. And I was listening to another podcast. It's called the Templeton Walker Podcast. And it had a kid from my hometown named Logan Nurse on it. And through the course of the conversation that lasted about an hour, they just talked about their lives and how they knew each other and how they worked at a handful of places together. And I thought, I've got a bunch of friends that I think are pretty damn funny. And I can do a version of this. So hence, the My Current Project is born. And the other thought of that is, I also know a lot of people who try to get the word out on community projects and other things that I just simply don't have room for on the other, let's call it two podcasts that I actually have that are any kind of, uh, have any kind of normalcy to them. So the greatest idea you can do when you start anything, always turn to your friends. I found that that will either prove one of two things. Either your friends are great and you're the smartest person in the world, or the opposite is true and it turns into a total train wreck. So, if you do that, you go to the people that you know you have known the longest, and unfortunately for them, sometimes have known you the longest. And that's why I picked Kayla, because I thought, I don't know that either one of us want to admit the amount of years, but we have quite a few stories. Too many. I, yeah, I don't even know where to start with that. There are probably a bunch that I shouldn't tell the first time around. Let's just say we've gotten in trouble a couple times. Stories I wouldn't want other people to know. Yeah, that's that's the big thing of it. But I, I don't even know. Like, Let's see, if we were to look at that, I just turned 36 and you're younger because I got held back a year when I was a kid. Yeah. Is that the reason why I think? I think that's why we're further apart close to it but our birthdays fall a little differently as well yeah there is also that my dad yeah. used to claim all the time that since uh, my brother and i are july babies he was only ever home on his birthday which happens to be in october nine months before we were born that would make sense and i'm pretty sure he told that story to anyone i've probably heard it more than once and i don't think that my mom likes that story I don't think she thinks that's funny. The joke about that is they've been divorced and both remarried for quite some time before my dad passed away, but um, my dad drove truck over the road for 30 years, and he didn't make it home a lot in October, apparently. He was home enough, though, to uh, play guitar for a long time, and I know that's something I can't even think of the amount of places that we've gone for that. Oh, so many lounges and different bars and living rooms and people's houses that we've been to for that what the old thing is like if you have a party he'll show up with a guitar he would show up to the grocery store with a guitar if they'd let him i think he might have actually tried that one there's a good chance i would not put that past him so it's uh it's kind of interesting you have uh, obviously your life is about to change a lot drastically I'm picking up and moving to Georgia. Now, how did you decide that? Um, I was at a point in my life where the opportunity came, and I decided that if I didn't do it, I was going to regret it. And 
It could be a complete disaster and I might be sleeping on Mike's couch in two months. Or he might be coming to visit me soon because, you know, he's going to miss me that much. I don't know that I have that much free time. <laughs> I am going to be in Carolina in a couple of months. That'll be close enough. You spend a lot of time in a car. You just admitted it. I know, right? <laughs> it's not that kind of, though. It's what can I get paid for. We talk about my dad. He said he basically have guitar will travel. Mine is have microphones will travel. So, hey, if you can hook me up with, like, the Globetrotters or some random arena league team in Georgia, fine, I'll come visit. I'll, I'll, I will get on that as soon as I get there this weekend. Right. Yeah, that'll be the first thing. <laughs> yep. Um, but isn't that weird how that comes up, how you just kind of look at it sometimes and are like, all right. And I've had a couple of those in my life where basically I failed living in Chicago for a while. But you just kind of go, all right, it's enough is enough. It's time for a change. Yeah, it was it was just to the point where I'm going to miss everybody here, but this is something I need to do for myself. And I'm glad I have friends and family who are very supportive of that. So it makes me feel very lucky. But they understand that I have to go. Well, it's also crazy to think we're, again, we're basically the same age that when we grew up about 20 years ago when I moved to Chicago for a while, things are so much different now. You can you can now Skype everyone, you yeah. can text them, you can call them, FaceTime, whatever. But you kind of, you're in a different way where you're away from people, but you're not really. Your friendship just adapts. Just physically. But your friendship adapts to that. And, you know, there's just so many ways you can connect now that even though I'll be hundreds of miles away, it's not like that we're going to be not talking or anything as much as we already do. Which is funny because I don't, I don't talk to most people in person anymore anyways. <laughs> That's true. My mom gets on me on that, about that a lot where, hey, you could call me. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want me to call you at 3 a.m. <laughs> I don't understand why people don't want that. Well, you know, if you call me at 3 a.m., then that means I'm probably returning your call at 6 a.m. when I get up for work, and you don't like that. And I don't like that, yeah. I don't like anybody to call me before 11, but that's that's a lifestyle thing. I actually just had a coach yesterday um, come up to me and say, are you the one that emailed me at 1 a.m.? That's Mike. Right. See, you get that. <laughs> that's Mike. <laughs> see, that was my point to uh, a couple of people that were around that... What? I don't understand. I'm like, he's lucky I didn't email him at 3 a.m. True. So I assume he might have been one of those people, and I felt kind of bad about it later, where he might have been one of those people who uses his alarm, or uses his phone for his alarm, and get the ping. Huh. Now I might maybe feel a little bad about that. But he was he couldn't have been more nice to coach at uh, Temple Christian for volleyball because he sent me the most amount of information for a 2-20 and team I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. I felt like I knew his team inside and out. So maybe he respected that you were still working on his team's things at 1 in the morning. Right. So he treated you well for that. I think he was just happy that anybody was covering his team. Oh. And I, I I enjoy those coaches where they, they get what you're trying to do for a living. Yeah. But you're also putting their players out there and getting more attention to their program and more attention to their players. I, I just like stories. So anytime anyone makes sure to send me something, and it was, no joke, when I printed it out, it was close to four pages. That's a lot of info for one team. Especially when they're 2 and 20. Yeah. But the thing is, how do you get it in? And one girl, uh, she, I can't remember what it was. She had something. It was like so smart. I thought, well, how the heck am I even going to explain this? But you found a way. Probably not a very smart way, yeah. But, but you found a way. I always We always have that where uh, there'll be like one kid who's studying things I can't even pronounce. 
So I'm just like, he's studying. <laughs> he's a pretty smart kid. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I could spell it. Right, right. I can spell it how he wrote it. Doesn't mean I can say it. Let me put this into Google and have one put it out phonetically for me. <laughs> that that happens with names. But it's it's crazy how that works. Those are my my work problems. I feel blessed that I have to just try to figure out how to say people's names and not other things like uh, people yelling at me trying to get money. Yeah, but having a last name that people butcher all the time, it's really nice when somebody works to get it right. Is that for so, you or me? Well, I can appreciate it coming from my point of view, but, you know, yeah, I mean, my name's a little more difficult than... I don't think so. But most most places do. Oh, yeah. Most, yeah. Yeah, there's an H in there that throws everybody off. Absolutely. Um, the, my whole name is butchered for years, I, and I think I take that personally, I think is what it is. I could see that. About, like, growing up, people never getting our names right, and then now being that guy of, maybe I should spend extra time to get this right. But you understand everybody else's struggle, so... I also get emails from a lot of grandmas. (laughs) Why didn't you say Johnny's name right? So not everybody brings you cheese curds. (laughs) No. No. I don't know if I've actually told that story. I told that story to a handful of people, and they just laughed. They were in there for quite a while. They were good. I'm sure. But apparently the problem was, so I did a summer league tournament, and this lady from Wisconsin, her son, heard me talk about cheese curds during the course of the game. And they own a factory, a farm is what I was looking for. And uh, she had a cooler full of them. They hadn't been to the hotel yet, and she brought them up to the announcer guys after the game craziest thing i guess the best thing i've ever had happen during a game cheese curds are the best thing well that someone went out of their way to bring them okay i mean no i've seen a lot of cool things during a game one of the better gifts that oh that's the best the best gift they're usually grief well it's usually a lot of grief i can understand that yeah that's probably some days yeah but that's the thing is you know i joke all the time about i love not having to do that and now being fortunate to do some other stuff I think that's the thing and that's kind of going back to what you said about moving away is you have to eventually just follow what what you think is right yeah not everybody's going to agree with that people don't took a long time to get my mother on board with this so and she's finally okay with it so. <laughs> She's not happy about it. I, 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 the word okay is appropriate. <laughs> I, I don't feel safe now that she lives like two blocks from me. She could be visiting you a lot. <laughs> I'm not home a lot, so that's probably all it's my okay, wife. I'll send her with your wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, about that. I w- okay, I'll ask you this because I, I was just thinking about this. Last night, uh, you guys went to, uh, to the cosmetology school. Yes, we went to the Ohio State Beauty Academy uh, fall, um, what they call like the hair, the showcase, where they, it was a Tim Burton theme, and they had, all the students had models, where they had to um, get costumes and do their makeup, their nails, their hair, everything, and make them into these all different Tim Burton characters, and it was different. It was way better than the choir concerts and band concerts that I was used to going to to support my niece. 
but this, it was interesting, I will say that. Well, and that was going to be my point, was with moving away, how did your niece take that? Um, Brisa is okay with it, she's... This is the same okay that your mom no, is? No, Brisa has different reasons, it's because she wants to go with me. Mm-hmm. Because she enjoys Georgia as much as I do. Plus, she's younger and get out and enjoy yes. and graduate high school and all that. So, I told her that once she gets through her beauty academy things, and if I'm still in Georgia and in a in the right place, then she could come with me then. But the deal was she has to finish school first, and, and I have to be in the right place for that. But I would pick her up and move her with me in a heartbeat. Well, I keep ter- telling everybody I'm going to Vegas, and their first response is, Oh, cool, we'll come visit. No. No. Moving to get away from you people. <laughs> they don't understand that. Keep trying to do that. Keep trying to move west. Wife keeps trying to move north. Well, you understand. She's got a good her, reason. You understand her need for north. Oh no, she's got a terrific reason. But that doesn't mean I have given up on the she dream would, of living in Vegas. She would move you south too. Oh yeah, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, she would move you. south. Oh yeah, no, she moves to like Lexington or something. Uh, maybe Carolinas. Yeah, probably like Charlotte. Yeah, somewhere in that area. As long as it's not uh, Durham. No Durham. <laughs> Durham was all right. I mean, it just, I don't know. I didn't get what everybody said about it. I don't know if I want to live in a huge college town. I live in Chapel Hill well, because it's it's weird. It's like a combination of a college town, but not. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it's big enough where it's like section to yeah. some is like almost like country. That's true. I don't know. Like being the huge Notre Dame fan that I am, I don't think I could really <laughs> ever. Oh, whatever. But I don't think I could really, like, live there. I mean, I think, I don't know. Meaning South Bend? Yeah. Because you'd be immersed in it. Yeah, I think it would just be too much. I think it's almost like living here in Ohio and being, like, surrounded by the whole Buckeye thing, which has driven me to kind of hate the whole Buckeye thing. So. Uh, yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, like, that's a weird thing where I think that you can make that case for a lot of college places that's true i mean if you're not you live in tuscaloosa if you're not an alabama fan what if you grew up an auburn fan you're screwed yeah yeah you probably won't get served at restaurants or i mean well because we were talking about this the other day um somebody else and i were talking about uh california like ucla and usc yeah yeah that's a big thing but is it i mean because it's not like living in toledo where you're halfway between Ann Arbor and Columbus. Right. You live in, in Los Angeles. As we've seen with football, those people really don't care about much. No. That's why all their teams go somewhere else. Even the L.A. Chargers don't really play in L.A. I don't I, I don't think, like, out in the West that they put as much as we do here in the Midwest into it. I mean, not that it's not a big deal out there, but it's not like it is here. True, and I think that might be because we get snow and don't have a lot else to do. Well, that could be. They have, I don't know, pretzels and yeah. Hollywood signs and other things. Fancy restaurants and yeah, right. Where we have B dubs and football, okay. basketball. Speaking of B dubs, <laughs> um, did you see their new sauce? The pumpkin one. Okay. Yeah. Good, you pretty much thought the same thing everybody else did. Or the pumpkin rum chata martini thing that's there. 
Yeah. Yeah, but that's a drink. Like yeah. that, I don't have such a problem with. The wings make no sense. I can't remember what it was. A I don't it's pumpkin something. It's the description I heard was it almost comes out like this isn't the same thing, but in terms of texture, it's almost like pumpkin curry. Oh, see, I didn't even try it. No, I just saw the picture of it, oh. and and I'm like, it doesn't look more like a spice. It looks more like a curry. Yeah. Why? Okay. Just because it's October. Well, we gotta follow the whole pumpkin spice, you know, craze. I oh. pumpkin to me is like just a Thanksgiving thing. It needs to be a pie. Right. If it's not a pie. I don't want it. I can even take it as a cheesecake. <laughs> I could probably handle that, but yeah, if it's, I I, I just don't see it as a. Oh my. There's chicken. also pumpkin chips. That doesn't even sound appetizing. Right. <laughs> That's what I thought too, but. <laughs> I really, is that something you'd go to Target to buy? <laughs> oh, they probably would have it at Target. Target has all that weird stuff. Because that's what they have. Um, that's every time those M&Ms come out. Steph's yeah. like, hey, will you will you look at this? Like if you're up the up in Cleveland? like They have white right. chocolate pumpkin spice M&Ms right now, just so you know. Those actually aren't that bad. I should have known you would have tried them. Yeah, because she sent me to Target. <laughs> so you have to buy them. Well, technically she went. To get her hair or something done, and, and I had to go to Target. Door. It's next door, yeah. yeah. Um, that wasn't that wasn't gonna work. <laughs> um, no, yeah, they're not bad. I mean, they're all right. I still am mad because if anybody ever listens to this and finds peanut butter and jelly M and M's, those are my favorite. But they they don't exist anymore. Oh, one of those things they killed off. Yeah, they did it for like three months, and I got hooked on them, and then. That figures. It's not a thing. Steph says they're disgusting, but... I never tried them. I, I like peanut butter. I like jelly. They're in one thing. Why not? Some people like sardines. I don't. Must not have left them lay around when I came to feed the cat, because I probably oh, would have tried off, them. They've been gone for a while. I probably would have tried them. That's the problem. <laughs> um, I was trying to think of an actual story that we could get away with. I think some of my favorites are... We've gone to a lot of concerts over the years. Yeah. And the funny thing to me is, so, again, we've known each other forever, that a lot of these took place before my wife. And some of them have been after my wife. My favorite with that is X-Fest, where we, sorry anybody who was there, but we skipped a line. Yeah, we did. Because we finally found out the second year, oh, we don't have to be the idiots who wait in the six-hour line. We could just walk up when the door is open and blend in. Yeah, it worked out great. I didn't have to stand on that bridge for hours, wrapped around the whole corner of the place. I've ne- I don't know that I've ever, in a single situation though, had that many people burning a hole through the back of my head. They hated us. They absolutely hated us. I mean, with good reason, but I didn't care. No, we we went to Denny's afterwards and it was fine. Oh yeah. Before they tore it down. Yeah. Which is a whole another problem. <laughs> yeah, we need more Denny's. It's her, yeah, everyone's missing now. You gotta go to Belfont or uh Beaver Dam. Beaver Dam, yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. By the way, the one weird thing while we're trying to record this is my cat does not care. <laughs> um, she knows that one of the people who comes to take care of her while we're out of town is sitting at the table. And she has apparently decided that that person is either not doing enough for her or not paying enough attention to her. But I'm really not usually allowed to touch her. It's amazing that, well, maybe. But 
Yeah. Anybody who says that uh, animals don't take on the characteristics of their owners is a liar. Because that cat is me. Absolutely. I'll check people out when they're here. That's cool. But after a while, she'll just get bored and leave. You'll get a head nod and then I'm going to bed. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Or I'm watching the game or playing PlayStation. Yeah, well, she's trying to lay on me. Crazy thing is, and I've said this a billion times to my wife, half out of anger, I don't know, that uh, I never would have picked being a cat person. I love dogs because her parents have a pug, which doesn't understand that it's not as little as it was when we got it, and I used to put it on my neck. It still thinks it can do that at 40 pounds. It's not a thing. That's a pug. But for the most part, this cat's all right. You were so against this cat. To be fair, it's a rescue. And depending on who you hear tell the story, it was my fault that we have a cat. Because we walked through the barn in Van Wert at the county fair about four years ago. Uh, Actually, it's closer to five. And... uh, I couldn't believe that my wife, who loves animals, like, more than a normal person, I think. That's why every time we go to the mall in Cleveland, that we have to go through both of the uh, the pet places. And she wants to take everyone home. But I said, did you not see all the animals they had there to rescue? And that was it. We went back, and at the moment that she saw this cat that I had been playing with, as a kitten... I knew we were getting a cat. See, but you said, hey, look at those animals, and then you went to play with the cat. This is your fault. I mean, <laughs> it is my fault, but most days it's all right. But that's, you can't deprive a, I mean, did you not see the animals? You can't. That's not right. I mean, well, it's not my fault, sort of. Kind of. I don't know. Yeah, but the cat's here. It, it is what it is. See, this is what, what happens with these podcasts. I try to think of stories that I can actually tell that don't get either one of us in trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a big thing. <laughs> that's, that eliminates <laughs> half the stories right out of the gate. And also, because her mom is just okay with her going, <laughs> I don't want her mom to somehow hear this and hear a couple of stories that I would want to tell. I would say at this point, there's not a lot of stories that would surprise my mom. Right, but it would be that but, one time where I would tell one and she'd just be like, I didn't know that. And then like 14 other things would click in her head and then she would remember it and be like, oh my gosh, you lied to me about this or that or, you know. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. It's called mom math. Yeah. My, my mom will do that now where as my brother and I have gotten older and she still can't figure out how she's 29 and have two kids in their 30s. <laughs> That seems like your mom. I, it is my mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that uh, she'll start putting things together that happened years ago when she hears stories like, wait, that's what happened with that? I think it's possible that might just be a mom thing that again. That could be. That, that could be, but my mom, it's like she doesn't forget anything. So when I do mention one little story, then it really does flash back to like four different things that... Well, with some of the stuff that you and your siblings, mainly your siblings, did when you were when they were younger, 
I would imagine she's got like a list somewhere, one of those little books. It's like a thesaurus of she just might. stuff you guys have done. She's probably got like some big poster board where she can like draw lines to everything. Right, she's like a cop. <laughs> yeah, connected. she's got like a murder board. Like, <laughs> Connect- no, what'd she tell me? <laughs> June third, is that what she said? Yeah. No, that's not where she was. <laughs> yeah. I could see that actually, but it is. Uh, I, I just keep thinking that's going to be a heck of a change because the city you're going to obviously is a lot bigger than the reported 2,500 people that live in our village. You would you would be surprised. It's um near. I'm going to like it'll actually be like Cleveland, Georgia. So I mean it's bigger. Yes, as opposed to Cleveland, Tennessee. Very close to it though. But it's, it's, um, they have Walmarts and, and different things like that. We don't even have a Walmart. Right. I mean, I would compare it maybe to Lima a little smaller, but the, the big thing is, is there's so much more to do and there is a, like, um, little, I would call it like a German village in the mountains about three miles away and they have so many different activities there to do. <laughs> there's, I mean... All kinds of like old farms you can tour, zip lines, treetop bridges, helicopter rides, um, trails to hike, mountains to climb. I mean, all kinds of shops, and I mean, there's just so much going on, and it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Plus, less people you know, so less gossip. That is very helpful. I, I don't know for anybody who's listening to this who's not ever lived in a small town. Yeah, everybody knows everything. Now, there's two parts to that. Because, one, anytime you need to know something, you're within, let's say, three people of figuring it out. The problem with that is, anytime you want to get away with something, you're within three people of everyone else figuring it out. Yes. And then every time you walk into the gas station, everybody wants to ask you about it. That's just because the guy at the gas station thinks he knows everything. Well, there is that. It's a specific guy. I won't name him. He knows who he is. He's going to end up being on this show, so I won't name him. Because I know what he and I are going to talk about. That's somewhat scary. Probably betting. I would assume. It's legal now. It's okay. Yeah. He's He's got a penchant for that. He's also pretty good at it. Yeah, he actually does really well at it. I will say that. I don't know. Like, I couldn't... I couldn't bet on sports because I have enough of a problem every week when I'm on the radio trying to guess NFL games. Yeah. I think about eight and seven a couple weeks ago and I was like thrilled about it. It's better than 500, so. Right, only because it was an odd number. Yeah. And because the Browns didn't tie. Well, go Browns. I still think LOL Browns is a better hashtag. <laughs> no but, perfect season parade this year, though. How crazy was that? That perfect season parade was one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life. I just want to point this out. So, when that happened, my wife is from the Burbs in Cleveland. And she she talked about that for a while. And when she would bring it up, it was kind of one of these things where I assumed she was half joking. Because it was in December. No, it couldn't have been. It would be in January. We went in January. I don't know if anyone's ever been to near the lake at First Energy Stadium uh, in December or January. I have because my mom got us tickets one year for, uh, we saw Pittsburgh right after the turn of the year and just froze and froze. Oh my gosh. But this is, 
it's like a four hour thing, right? Um, we it was were, long. We were there for a good, at least two and a half, three hours. Just the pre part of it and then the actual parade part. That was just insane. Like to see Browns fans rally like that was something I don't think I will ever get to see again in my life. You hope not. <laughs> yeah. The I don't think if they ever did it again that it would be it would ever top this first one. Well and remember the year before they tried to do it, but they screwed up and won a game. They screwed up and won the game, yeah. My only thing is Hugh Jackson said he would jump into the lake. He was a liar. But he did it in like June. Yeah. I mean they raised some ungodly number, eighty thousand dollars or something, but still. It all went to the food bank, so it was a good a good cause. And but I still want to see him jump into the frigid Northeast Ohio waters. Oh, yeah. That would have been better. But, I mean, just some of the things that you've seen up there and the way that the, the fans supported. And, and it was they were there to support the players and, and kind of send a message to the management of the team. And you could see that in the way that everybody was, their, their signs and, and the way they were acting in the different speeches and things that people were giving and interviews so i mean that was it was interesting and crazy and freezing cold but i would go and do it all over again because it was amazing well that's the crazy thing is i don't know that people understood about that oh it's because everybody hates the brown no no these are people who want change and look what they're doing right now i think they're two three and one yeah. They're the first handful of weeks with... And what, almost leading the division or leading that's the division? The cra- no, because Cincinnati's up oh. there and Pittsburgh's better than them right I now. I thought they, they both... Cincinnati just lost, though. Yeah, but they have... I can't think sure. I think they're sitting second. For they some might reason. be second, but still, for the Browns to be second in the division... In October? Yeah. That's a feat. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how <laughs> they're pulling that out. Yeah. Yeah, they're two, three, and one. The Steelers are three, two, and one, and the Bengals and Ravens are four and two. But the difference is that both the Bengals and the Browns, as we record this on the nineteenth of October, are two and one in the Browns' case and one. Yeah. In the division, the Ravens are two and zero. Oh. So if you, everybody's got two wins, except for Pittsburgh, which that's all that matters. Shout out to Devin Jones. <laughs> Yeah, that's, and again, that goes back to what we were talking about, about where you're from, because there are so many people who live in the Cleveland area who are huge Pittsburgh fans, and a Cleveland home game isn't exactly a Cleveland home game. It never, no. Although all the same people don't claim to be Pirates fans. That's true. For whatever reason. I don't know. They're all Indians fans. Yeah. So they're doubly sad. That was just, I couldn't believe it. I really thought this year, they seem to, every year at the playoffs, it just goes south for them. The good news is, is the AL Central is garbage. Well, yes. And that they'll be in the playoffs next year. But I also think you and your wife should quit going to playoff games. No, we should quit going to the last playoff well, game. Well, that could be. <laughs> um, if you don't know what that is, the last three years, the 2016 World Series for Game 7, last year Game 5 of the ALDS against the Yankees, in game three against Houston this year, my wife and I were at all three of those, and all three of them, for different reasons, were horrendous losses that ended the Indian season. However, I did see in person, uh, second to last game of the regular season, at home anyways, 
the Indians beat the American League's champions in the Boston Red Sox. Well, that's so true. that's my my takeaway from the whole season. <laughs> Not we saw them play in Minnesota. Right. And they played like crap uh, outside of Jose's home run. But the fact that they beat the American League champs. So really, by the law of uh, transference, Cleveland won the American League. Well, kind of, but I still think... Except for they couldn't beat Houston, and then Houston couldn't beat Boston because their bats fell silent. You should still stay away from postseason games. I will say, if it is uh, Boston and Los Angeles, I have zero interest in the World Series. Well, most people. But they'll try to shoot for that one, because anything with Boston in it is ratings. So... The only worst thing to have to be forced to watch is Boston and the Yankees. Oh, that's just gross. Oh, I wouldn't want to watch that at all. 19, no. 19 times in the regular season they play. Plus, what, they play four playoff games, I think, this year? Because I, I think it was 3-1. That might have been. But to play 19 times, that's just... Well, because it's a divisional opponent. But, but still. The Indians play the White Sox 19 times, but I'm not watching that. Well, it's the White Sox. I mean, White Sox haven't been decent. Or the Twins, or the Royals, or the Tigers. <laughs> the Tigers. Yeah, about that. Um, don't, I don't see that Remember happening. that time we watched the White Sox and the Tigers play? One of the most joyful games ever. <laughs> the problem with that, you know what's funny? I, was, I actually just got an email about that because uh, the last week of the regular season, that is the uh, the MS game. Yeah. And it's they try to turn the park orange, which... It is amusing on the Tigers' part, considering their color is orange. But, uh, yeah, that was a terrible game. And the thing that pissed me off about it is the guy for Chicago had a no-hitter into the eighth. And that's it's 95 degrees outside. All I wanted to see was a no-hitter because the game was terrible. Like, two terrible teams oh. that had, I don't even think, 100 wins between them at that point. No. And, of course, it gets broken up with two outs in the ninth. We sat there that entire time watching a no-hitter. It was the only reason we stayed that long. It was, yeah. I got a free t-shirt, so that kind of helped. That's that's the only thing good about that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I... <sighs> yeah. It's just frustrating when you, you're like, all right, all right, all right. And then some jerk for Chicago screws it up. Because one of those balls got misplayed, too. Yeah. And it was like a line drive. It was that an he, error. Like, you idiot. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've never, I've actually never seen a no-hitter in person with the probably 100 games I've been to. No? I know I have a bunch of friends who have had two or three of them. In the White Sox in Detroit's as close as you've got. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically, yeah. But I've been in a lot of terrible games because oh. I sort of... I guess to tell the story, because someone's going to make fun of me about it, but I realized not that long ago, I think I sort of, uh, by proximity, became an Indians fan. I would say that. But I love the city. You know, we don't live that far from it, where my in-laws live. And my wife, my father-in-law, and myself went to, here's the White Sox again, White Sox Indians in October... It was October the 1st of 2015, or 2005, in the year that the White Sox won the World Series. Well, that year, Cleveland collapsed down the stretch, lost like seven of their last nine. White Sox win the division, win the World Series. B 
beating the Astros, ironically, who we talked about earlier. But I think it was kind of like at that moment where I was like, all right, this is the first time here. This place is beautiful. And they've made it better since then. They get the All-Star game next year. But that was kind of at the point where I'm like, all right. I never had a Major League Baseball team growing up. I almost picked the Tigers at one point because I like their park. But I'm like, I think I'm going to be spending some time in Cleveland. I think I'm going to pick the Indians. Well, you had good reason. And, you know, I mean, the Indians aren't horrible. Now? But to pick Except Detroit, through a lot of Travis well, Hafner and Travis Fryman and Grady Sizemore games. Lonnie true. Chisenhall. <laughs> girls screaming about Lonnie baseball while he's hitting 230. Or Grady Sizemore, Grady's Ladies. Oh, I forgot about Grady's Ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch. I wouldn't even say there were 20. No. Like, years old. And they're screaming about being Grady Sizemore's baby mama or his wife. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's hitting 250. Yeah, but now they're all after Frankie, so. Right. That's because Francisco Lindor should have a banner. Some other guy used to have one, but it's, it needs to be down by the Sherwin-Williams building. <laughs> I, I think I would pick him. I'd oh, pick yeah. him as the face of Cleveland. Oh, absolutely. There's only one other choice. Some guy named Mayfield. No, I don't know. I think he still needs a little time to prove himself. I'd, I'd hang Frankie's poster up. But here's the question, though. Just to finish this theory, I asked uh, a lot of people this. You're probably, a, for Indians fans, only going to get either Frankie or Jose. Yeah. Who do you pick? Frankie. Based on? The way the fans react to him. See, that's what I said too, but uh, Steph said she would pick Jose because of productivity. I said, yeah, if you take the last month and a half of the season out. Yeah. I mean, Lindor ended up with 42 home runs this year, including the playoffs. But Jose, I think I had nearly as many hits in the last month and a half of the season as Jose did. Yeah, I still say you have to go with Frankie. I mean, there's consistency there, and just if you watch how he interacts with fans and, and things like that when, when you're at games or when he's doing, like, promo things and stuff like that, that, that it's got to be Frankie. I would I would hope so. And the whole Mayfield thing, I think it's only been a few games. But he's the same way, though. He loves the city, yeah. goes out. like It's not like Johnny. He goes out, and he goes out to uh, have a good time. That's true. But, you know, Johnny had a couple good games, and the entire city rallied behind him, and then look what happened to him. Yeah, but Johnny was his own worst enemy. That's why he just got, I believe he just got cut from a Canadian football league team. That doesn't surprise me. Or demoted, or he's now a bellboy, I think. Uh, uh, I don't know. He's getting the towels. Probably. He's, he's being paid very well, but, um, so outside, how, how did you, how did you the first time when you decided to go to Georgia, look at it and go, all right, this is like, this is what I want. Is it, you have family there obviously, but yeah. like climate or like opportunities? Um, I think it was more of, uh, needing to do something different for me. That there has to be a change. And, you know, I've done a lot of different things around here. And 
the opportunity for the kind of change that I was looking for just isn't here. So when the opportunity came about that I could go to Georgia, I mean, it's it's been thrown out many times, like when I, I go down there on vacation a lot and things, and, and I absolutely love it. And it's always been, why don't you come here and live? Well, why don't you move down here? What do you have back home that's really holding you there? You know, not having kids or anything, but I am very close with my family and, and friends and things, but it just came to a point where I need to do something big and drastic for myself instead of playing it safe for everybody else is kind of how that came about. Well, is that, uh, if you look at it and you go, all right, money's not an issue and, and everything, is that the place? Uh, you know, obviously I joked it. I would pick Las Vegas. But um, I don't know that that's true. It, I, I would say that is my happy place. Like, that is just where I feel relaxed and calm and just, it, it, it makes me happy to be there. So if it makes me that happy, then I don't see why I shouldn't go and try it permanently. Are, are you driving down there? I am. Uh, are you going straight or are you, if something looks cool on the side of the highway? Um, I've made the trip enough that I've stopped at all the cool stuff on the side of the highway. There's only one, one place I haven't stopped at, but I'm not going to stop this time. It could be one of my trips back and forth. There's a whole big, what they call like undersea adventure, like near Sweetwater, Tennessee, where you drive back and there's like this boat and you go through a cave and then out into a lake and it, and it, it's supposed you dri- to be... You drive your car into a lake? Well, yeah, absolutely. I don't feel like that's, that's exactly going to go, I don't think that's going to go well. Yeah. I'm not sure about the logistics of that, but... Well, you know, I'll let you know how it goes. Car versus lake is not... <laughs> But gone well. You get what I'm saying. But yeah, so I haven't got to do that yet, but it looks really neat. I think that's my favorite thing when Steph and I go on vacation every year after basketball season is we just pick a direction and drive for a week. And sometimes there's an end goal. Say we went to uh, the Carolinas and Atlanta a couple years ago. Got to see Centennial Park and all that. But I, I think that's the best thing is people don't get that. You know, a lot of people, and I, and that's what I think is so cool about what you're saying is people just want to stay home. Oh, I just want to, I'm close here, whatever, I'm all the grass, hang out, whatever. And that's fine. Like, if that works for you, that makes you happy, cool. But, yeah. like, for me, I don't know if it's because when I was a kid, we took trips to South Carolina or, you know, different places, and, or my dad drove truck forever, that he saw the entire country. I want to, I have a list of states that we've knocked off. I think I'm at like 20, around 20. Yeah. I want to see every baseball park. I've only seen 15 of them and only 14 that are current because of the stupid Atlanta Braves. There's that. But that to me is the best thing of I want to drive to Boston at some point and we want to go up to Maine and get lobster because where else are you going to get better lobster? You're not. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how people wouldn't want to see yeah. everything else. And, and I look out and all I see is flat land. Yeah. But I think part of it for me, too, is growing up and having, you know, there's there was four of us kids and, and, you know, there wasn't a lot of money. So we didn't go on big family vacations or anything like that. I mean, going to the fair was a thing for us. 
because it just wasn't something that we did. I mean, I remember taking a couple trips to like Cedar Point or Kings Island or somewhere, but to actually travel wasn't something. And so now that I'm in a place where I can do things like that, I, I want to go and do it. I don't see why I shouldn't. And staying here just isn't getting me that. I just feel like that's the goal as an adult, be able to do, and again, I'm fortunate to have a job that I like, that when I get messages from my wife that say, hey, uh, you need to take this day off. (laughs) Why? Well, because we're going to go to, uh, for instance, North Carolina in February and see North Carolina play Virginia. Oh, I guess. (laughs) I think I can take that I day. guess I can do that. I guess we could take three days and go to North Carolina. But it's also kind of, I think, for me, terrific of having a partner who understands that too and wants to see the entire country. And we've done a good, a good chunk of it. And a lot of places I think I wouldn't go back to. I could see that. I, I think I've been to a couple of places that eh, I'm good. I've been there enough in my life. <laughs> Like D.C., I don't know that I need to go back to D.C. again. I've been there like ten times in my life. Yeah. I I don't... It's cool, but there's also a lot of bad things that happen when you go there. Florida. I have no, no more need to go back to Florida. That, yeah. Because of the weather? It was just Florida in general. I just did not enjoy Florida. And, I mean, we did the whole Orlando, Daytona, Disney World. Rain the whole time? Yeah. And it was just the, the people and the, the heat. And it was just, it wasn't something I was a huge fan of. My favorite thing about Florida, though, is nobody's from there. That's true. And they all want to tell you about where they're from. It snows where I'm from. I don't care. Yeah. I realize it makes me a jerk, whatever. But I remember standing outside of a, a Publix in uh, around Jacksonville, St. Augustine, and <laughs> it is uh, it was like March, and it was sixty degrees. So of course, it's twelve degrees at my house. I have flip flops and like a short sleeve shirt and shorts on. Yeah. And the lady looks at me and says, "Are you not cold?" No, I'm from Ohio. Oh, I'm from Minnesota. That's great, but you live here now. So she's got a parka and. You know, At like leg warmers and yeah, it's 60 degrees, but it's just weird how that happens. But I don't know. I, we went to Miami once and I, I kind of thought, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, you know, you see it like, I, I realize I work in TV for years. I know how it, it is to make things look pretty, Yeah. but like CSI Miami, you'd see the beautiful bay and. All that, but nice when they clean. do the flyovers, yeah, clean, clean beaches. Perf- yeah, clean, perfect beaches and everything. Just, no. no, we went to the All-Star game, and the stadium is in an older neighborhood. Our Uber almost killed us. She didn't speak a word of English and got us from uh, very quickly from our hotel to the ballpark and just said, you go. Okay, uh, but I don't know that I need to go back there again. Yes, I just, no, no need for that. I'd like to see, everybody keeps telling me, though, the one place you need to go before you die, Austin, Texas. Texas would be okay. Because Austin's supposedly, like, where nightlife is and... But they say that about a lot of places. Everybody tells me Hawaii. That just seems like it'd be pretty close to Florida and 
Well, my only thing is, everybody says, oh, you go to the beach and hang out, relax, whatever. All right, but what else do you do? Like, I would hate living in Hawaii. One, because I don't want to pay $6 for a gallon of milk. True. Uh, and you pay, like, three grand to have your car shipped over there. No. I'll just ride a scooter. I'll be like Peter Griffin on a scooter. There you go. Um, but I always look at, like, what else? Like, I, I feel like, outside, obviously, of moving to Georgia, that for us, we're in the perfect location because everything is less than four hours away. True. It is. Chicago and Pittsburgh True. on the fringes. Yeah. Columbus, Cleveland, Cleveland Detroit. Yeah. There's yeah. so much to do if you want to go away from home. You Louisville in four hours. If you speed. You can get there in four hours. I The quickest we've done is 440. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it in I four hours. I think it hours. took us a little over four when we went to Louder Than Life. Hmm. Yeah. Louisville's cool, though. I like Louisville. This is the travel section of the podcast. <laughs> um, that's a place I would spend a lot of time, I think. Fourth Street is is pretty neat. Yeah, but what is there to do once you get past that? Well, you've that's got... That's the tough part. Basketball... Football when the Cardinals are in town. Yeah. I think that's anywhere, though. Somebody just asked me the other day about a town close to here, about what would you say for a person my age, and the person's in their early 20s, that there is to do? And I started thinking about it, and I was, I don't know. It's a good question. Around here? Yeah. Maybe. Outside of really the bar. Learn to golf. There's some golf courses around here. It's flat. Well, Right. I said, uh, and that's a whole other thing. We've been kicked off some very nice and some very horrible golf courses in our lives. Oh, my. There's one about 20 miles from here that I can think of specifically. Yeah. Um, there's a certain course in Lima we were asked to not come back to one time because a certain one of our friends in high school decided that he would rather take his driving range balls and hit them into the parking lot across the street and see how many BMWs he could take out. The answer was three, by the way. Before we got kicked out. Uh, that's the thing. Do you remember that conversation when the guy came up, though? Yeah. It wasn't as much of we got kicked out as we were asked to please give them the rest of our jumbo ball set that we bought collectively and please not come back. Yeah. It was a very nice conversation. Yeah, but we had just paid like $17 for that basket of golf balls. Right, and to five high school kids, I mean, that was a big deal. It was a lot for us to scrape together. Now I look at it and I go, $17 wouldn't give me half a tank of gas. Yeah, I'm like, if I hit a big basket of golf balls now, my arms might fall off. I was thinking about that too, because I got a huge field behind my house. I was yeah. thinking about putting a couple over there, but then I thought, that's probably not the best idea because I'm an adult. and I'd shank them into that house's window. Right, I'm an adult and I get charged with actual crimes now. It's yeah. not like when we were kids. Um, my mom lives about a mile away from where I live at, just outside of town. And I remember we used to go to the neighbor's front yard all the time. And we would each pick a club. It was usually I usually had a three iron. And we'd try to see if we could hit it across the road. And the problem with that is, I'd say that's, oh, that front yard is probably 200 yards. At least. And every once in a while you get one 
but you have to see if the cars were coming around the corners. Timing. Timing was everything. So basically, one person, BJ, my brother, was the lookout. Why don't I get a play? Because you are younger. Like, this is a growing up thing. To make sure we don't break windows. <laughs> or hit a car. Cause a wreck. <laughs> yeah. No, basically to make sure that the people don't pull into the driveway and come after us. That too. But I think the great thing is we're always at the neighbor's house, so they thought we lived there. And the nice people that used to live there probably They put up with a lot. Oh, God, they, <laughs> they did. They put up with a lot. <laughs> probably wouldn't like this story. But it was great because that was the, as a kid thing, you could go play football out there. And I remember we played street hockey down the street from here a couple of times. And people think oh, yeah. that that game on, game off thing isn't real. Have not lived in a small Midwest town. Oh, no. We, we moved out of the way for cars and went right back to it. Yeah. It, it didn't go well. I grew up on a dead-end street, so we played in the middle of the road all day long, and everybody who drove down that road knew it, because you only went down that road if you lived on that road. Yeah, so, if a random car turned, you're like, why are they here? That's a blue, we don't know whose car that is. That's exactly how it went, too. You'd be outside, and we're like, who is, who got a new car? That's the small town thing, though. That's, what's weird is I was just thinking, too, that cars are... Maybe we don't like that this is true, but cars are another thing that we've had in common our entire life. <laughs> the only people that I know that have ever been voted worst car for prom would be Kayla and I. Oh, yeah. And the funny thing about that is, is the car before the one that I had that got voted that, she's also the only person that has ever helped me push a car three blocks. Did that. Because we thought, no, it's fine. We've got enough gas. <laughs> we didn't. No. What about the one that blew up on the corner coming from Lima that day and we had to push off into the people's um, driveway? Oh, I forgot about that. And then find strangers that. to come, or find somebody's house to call my mom to come get us. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I drive by that all the time, too. Yeah. Those people were not happy. Oh, my gosh. Because it was, it was late. Yeah. And there's some crazy thing, like... The next day, I think my stepsister took took me back out there because she drove by and saw my car that day or something. Yeah. Like, why? Why is this a thing? Like, why? See, you went through more cars than... Oh, my God. Oh my, at least I had the one same crappy car through high school. You had, like, five different cars. Well, I have a habit of killing cars. Um, there was... My the first one was uh, was given to me because the deal was that my my grandpa got a new car, so my cousin bought his car. But since I was turning sixteen, the deal was that my cousin had to give me his car. And one of the first days I ever had the thing, he had the cloth seats in the back, and the. <laughs> People aren't going to get this if they're older than, like, 25. He had the old school speakers and amplifier kit in the back of the car, but he wasn't real good at wiring. So it caught fire. So then my cousin pulled over on the way back from Michigan, and we're on the side of the highway, and he's using my coat to try and put out the flames. 
So yeah, I end up with that car with this big burn hole in it. Then there was the... Was that the maroon one? That was the maroon one, yeah. The one we used to jump over the railroad tracks and it busted the dash all up? And... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The one we went Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. On the hand, and I laugh every time I go by there now. Because <laughs> I thought, you know how fast you can go before you get in the air here? We do. Uh, about 63. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't do that at home, kids. No. Uh, then there was the station wagon. Oh, that stick shift. Yeah. Yeah. Which my dad actually got pissed off at me in Monticello, not too far from here, and refused to let me drive anymore because I didn't do it. So I taught myself on the way to work at the Lima Mall how to do it and stalled it in traffic three times. Those people were not happy. (laughs) Um, Then I... This one's not my fault. Then I killed his Tornado. That was the one that died. The cream color, yeah, yeah. Right? That wasn't my fault. That car was dying before that. That's my assertion of it, and Dad's not here to argue with me anymore. He loved that car. That's his own damn fault for letting me drive it. (laughs) True. So, and there have been a couple since then. But the best part to me is I actually sold that station wagon for like $400 to a guy in uh, Nelsonville, Ohio. So I guarantee that thing died like a week later. Did it make it to Nelsonville? Yeah, no, it made it. Because that's when I was living down there. And it I don't know that it would have made it back. That's his problem. Uh, if you ever live on a hill, the worst thing you can do, this is Uncle Mike's advice, is have a stick shift. I can't drive one. I, worst thing you can do. Second thing is live in Nelsonville, Ohio, but that's another story for another day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oddly enough, when I was recently car shopping, they showed me a, a five-speed, and I just walked away from it. Just look at the guy and just laugh? Yeah, well, you know, my parents all had stick shifts when I learned to drive, and they, they made me learn until they decided that, you know, it really wasn't a big deal that I learned because I was going to tear their cars up. After oh, I see your dad Yeah. have that oh, conversation. Gosh, and he had, like, an older S10, and it was a five-speed with no power steering. You know how hard it was to try to learn to drive a stick shift with no power steering? You ever feel like that he did that to spite everyone else? Probably. Like, my grandpa drank, like, the worst beer known to man. <laughs> uh, Blatt's or the hipster beer in PBR now. Yeah. But... Which you can buy in a it 99 was a, pack. Right. It was the same... Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it was the same thing, though. I felt like he did it to spite everyone. Because, like, he hated it. But I'll be damned if you were going to like it. Because nobody else was drinking no. that. And nobody else wanted to drive it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nobody wanted to drive that truck my dad had. It oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just laugh because I just... It explains why he was never happy when I saw him driving down the street. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's my dad. <laughs> I would like to offer you advice about your journey, but it's not going to be anything... That I can say here. Well, I understand that. Be safe. Of course. I guess that's that's the takeaway. The drive. Ugh. The mountains. I at least have someone to give me terrible navigation and fall asleep <laughs> halfway through. <laughs> well, she does fall asleep. <laughs> uh, that's always my favorite part, having a conversation. What? <laughs> okay, well, I'll just drive the 90 miles then. It's fine. <laughs> I'm probably going out of my way, but... I mean, you've been on vacation with her, you understand. I do. 
She tried to get you lost in Vegas? I can't say much, though, because I'm the same way. Because her and I together are bad, though. Because, like, we'll start having a conversation, and then I'm like, we needed to turn, like, three roads ago. <laughs> so, I can't really say I'm, I'm a whole lot better at it. That just happened to me last week. Why'd you not turn there? Because you didn't tell me to. <laughs> Sounds about right. That's on me. I love my wife, for anyone who doesn't get this. I just love to throw jokes at her like that because she gets frustrated. She does. At me. But then I look at her and raise my left hand and point to my ring finger and say, you know, you realize that you stood in front of your friends, your family, and God and said, yep, that's the guy I want to spend the rest of my life with. So that joke's on you. And I put a dress on, so that shit's got to last forever. Not only... (laughs) A dress, but... Makeup. Makeup. And tattoo makeup. Yes. To boot. Yes. Because everyone in our wedding party... Yes, everyone had... Yeah. Outside of Jen, because Jen... Oh, yeah. Had tattoos, and some of them may have been deemed inappropriate by older people that we had at our wedding. Not so mine. I didn't say it was you, not to <laughs> cast dispersions, but... So we made the girls put uh, cover up on it, and the problem with that is, I feel bad for whoever got the tuxes the next day, because it was just solid cake. So, shout out to you, Tuxedo Place. That's your problem. Yes, because there was makeup everywhere. I don't know though. Is this self-serving? But I don't know that I've been to a better party since. That was a heck of a party. The pictures tell the story. The photo booth told the story. Yes. The photo booth tells more than anybody ever wants to admit. Yeah, and nobody has the videos of between the pictures where it would take five or ten seconds of video except for me. Yeah. They're on a drive, and every once in a while when I feel really bad, I laugh. Did, however, get the greatest piece of advice ever from my mom and my mother-in-law. You guys better make this work. Because we're not paying for another wedding. Well, there's that. So, I, From Julie and Rita, that's the greatest piece of advice you can get, I think. I don't see how it could have gotten any better. I don't think so. All so right. now, every time, you just got to hit play and play that video. and. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I wish you uh, nothing but the best. Oh, thank you. And I hope that, uh, I hope this continues to go well. So do I. We'll see. More stories and whatever we can come up with in the next episode. Bye-bye.